Good afternoon. My name is Andrea Petter. I'm a professor at Central European University, and this is a podcast of the Subcommittee of History of the Second World War of the Hungarian Academy of Sciences from the CEU Podcast Studio. Together with me is Anna Uri, who is a research assistant at the Center for Holocaust Studies at EFJ Munich, who has been involved in a variety of ECHRI activities, and um, among them coordinating the ECHRI training and education. Uh, Anna Ulrich studied history, political and media science at the University of Trier in 2006. After finishing her master's in 2012, she was admitted to the Leibniz Graduate School. Disappointment during the 20th century, loss of utopia, denial and renegotiation. Hosted by the Institute of Contemporary History at the Ludwig Maximilian University, both located in Munich. Her PhD this thesis focuses on German-Jewish organizations between World War One and uh, first years of National Socialism. She was particularly interested in how these organizations perceived societal anti-Semitism and how they advised their members to react to it. And I'm sure by now the listeners are wondering what Echri is. So what is this Echri, Anna? Tell us. Thank you very much for being with us. <laughs> Thanks so much for inviting me. Yes, um, behind the ARI acronym hides the rather long um, name of the uh, European Holocaust Research Infrastructure, um, which is a research infrastructure, as the name already indicates, that is fostering innovation and um, cooperation in the field of Holocaust research. And our mission is basically to support Holocaust research and the whole research community And we do that by building a digital infrastructure and also facilitating a human network. Um, And these are basically the two main aspects in ARI, where there are a lot of um, little tasks basically hide behind that. And ARI started um, working in October 2010, initially supported by the European Union and funded by the Horizon 2020, which is one of the EU's biggest research and innovation programs. And thanks to that support, ARI has by now almost eight years been developing various strategies to reach out to the Holocaust community. Basically, uh, one of the core goals is an online portal that allows researchers to access all repository information about holdings at different archives. But we also want to develop different tools to make it easier for researchers to gain information and to access the museums, the archives, the libraries where they will find major information for their research. So who are the members? Who are the members of this uh, European Holocaust uh, research infrastructure? Are they uh, countries? Are they institutions? Are they individual members? Can you explain it to the listeners? Yes, of course. Um, We are currently um, 24 partner institutions within ARI that are located in 17 countries. Um, These are, for example, research institutions, libraries, archives, museums, but also e-service providers and memorial sites. And except for the United States Holocaust Memorial Museum, located in Washington, D.C., and Yad Vashem in Jerusalem, there are basically all um, European um, countries and institutions. And they can range from um, large institutions like the NIOD in Amsterdam, 
or our Institute for Contemporary History in Munich, but um, can also be rather um, small endeavors like the Holocaust Documentation Center in Bratislava. So we are very much caring about the fact to be um, located, not just, for example, in, in Western Europe, but also um, reach out and um, support institutions and organizations in, in Eastern Europe. And um, since we are kind of continually expanding um, the group of institutions and also people associated with ARI. This is a number that can change or has changed over the years already. And obviously, every person who takes advantage of ARI's offerings also becomes somehow invested into the ARI network. But those 24 partner institutions are basically our consortium taking up the majority of the tasks within ARI. You conducted a seminar in Budapest at Central European University on researching and remembering the Holocaust in Central Europe, new sources, methods and approaches between the 3rd and the 7th of September 2018. And I wonder what are these new sources, methods and approaches which you think were emerging from this uh, seminar, which was uh, uh, hosted by the CU campus? Yes, it was actually um, it was actually one of the core activities that ARI offers. Those seminars that are supposed to give young PhD researchers, but also uh, postdocs in um, like early stages of their work, firstly a place to exchange what they are researching, but also to have them connected to more or less very advanced uh, researchers already active in the field. And for this particular seminar, which focused on researching and remembering the Holocaust in uh, Central Europe, we were happy to invite some people who could speak on like the geographical expansion and analyzation of large data sets, um, which is definitely uh, with the whole digitization something that is definitely something people will research in, in, in future times and also um, discuss kind of old school issues, for example, how to analyze and how to contextualize pictures that you might want to use for your research, or also how is the historiography developing in various countries on Holocaust-related matters, and especially the memorialization process, the whole aftermath studies are also something that looms large, basically, in the whole Holocaust study field. So these are like some central aspects that we try to uh, um, to handle or to discuss and to present. And those seminars are always a good example that it's always an ongoing process that will keep also the debate lively and will help um, a new generation of Holocaust researchers to find their place in the field. Can you give an example of one interesting seminar or one interesting activity which is very close to your heart or to put it in a less enchanted way, <laughs> close to your professional interests, which you might want to share with the listeners? So what would be that particular activity of the ACRI? I would like to mention two that are um you are actually right. They are close to my heart. And I, I want to point out again that um, those seminars are often more than just like a conference or a workshop or whatever. Because when you um, when you visit um, a city and, for example, I guess 
Budapest is, is like a role model in this regard, you also learn so much more about um, what is happening in the city. How are there little grassroots organizations that also do their fair share in commemoration? And what are the, the struggles on site, for example, with Holocaust research, with the commemoration process? So these uh, seminars have always been much more than just a scholarly exchange, but it also gives people an idea what is going on in the cities where where you go to conduct seminars. And another thing that I appreciate uh, very much about ARI is the offering of fellowships. Um, we have compared to a lot of institutions that offer long-term fellowships. For example, here at our center, you can spend up to six months researching. But ARI offers short-term fellowships, up to six weeks, that can be spent at almost every institution that is within um, the ARI consortium. So it makes it possible for you as a researcher to, for example, go to Yad Vashem, go to the Memorial de la Shoah to find more about your research and then, for example, also travel to, to Poland and go to the archives there and spend time at the JISH, the Historical Institute there. So these are like some of the features of ARI that are obviously something that's genuinely new and necessary in the field of Holocaust research. And how do you see the future of ARI? Because uh, the funding is uh, ending soon. So what will be the uh, next step as far as the future is concerned? And uh, how do you see the argumentation for extending the life of uh, this very very interesting transnational training and research network, which is working on a very important, timely and very thorny topic, which is the Holocaust in Europe. Yes, you are right about that. Currently, ARIA's second phase is ending in August next year. But we have at the moment two strategies underway that will lead eventually and ideally, to a more sustainable future of ARI. And for once, we will apply for a third phase of funding that would allow ARI again for four years to keep working, to continue all its tasks. But since we also have been appointed to the um, S3 roadmap, so yet another acronym, S3 stands for the European Strategy Forum on Research Infrastructures. We are also looking forward to apply for funds that will allow us to draw up a proposal that would make ARI a legal entity, making it sustainable really in a way that would secure ARI's future without any more funding glitches. And those proposals um, for a strategic funding, but also for the area third phase, um, are currently underway. And at least for the time being, we are optimistic that ARI's future um, will definitely not end in August um, 2019. So this is what we are currently looking at. And of course, we hope to keep all the activities, the core activities of ARI going, like after the August of 2019. So ARI will most likely be here to last. Thank you, Anna Ulrich, for introducing uh, to us the activities and uh, the way how ECHRI Training and Education Network is working. This was the podcast of uh, the subcommittee of history of the Second World War of the Hungarian Academy of Sciences. My name is Andrea Petr from the CEU Podcast Studio. Thank you very much, Anna, for your time. Thank you very much. Thank you.